Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So, I for one am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I am right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this, here in your ears, is a mini episode where we hear from you, listeners, and we share your comments and thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please do remember, we're not experts, we're just podcast hosts, and we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you would like to reach us, you can leave us a voicemail at 781-591-0390, or you can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. That is true. You can do both of those things. (laughs) I wouldn't lie to you or the listener story. Thank you, Kate. So let's kick things off with a real sweet voicemail. Let's do it. Hi, Cat and Door. This is Mandy, and this is Krista. Longtime listeners, first-time callers, and we've been friends for over 25 years. When I uh, moved away from Mandy about three years ago, we decided to start an annual friendship trip, 
And we wanted to let you know that the past two years have been inspired by Forever 35. Last year included an ice roller being gifted to Mandy. Which I loved. And this year we spent Friday night at Yield Safaris getting Charlotte Tilbury pillow talk, which I'm wearing right now, and face oils. And then Saturday night, we got some sushi, got our nails done, and then watched First Wives Club while doing a face mask. We're leaving each other tomorrow, refreshed in our friendship and dewy in our skin. Keep up the good work, ladies, and we look forward to future recs for next year's friendship trip. Bye! Uh, that's like my dream weekend. I know, it sounds great. <laughs> Can we it? come? <laughs> Mandy, Krista. <laughs> oh, see that Christy, Krista. 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 That sounds like a blast. That First truly. Wives Club. First Wives Club. What an inspired choice. Also, do you know they're rebooting that? Yes, I did know that. So there'll be more. We have a friend who worked on it. That's right. Yeah. We have more goodness of us to come. Mm-hmm. Um, next year, I think they should watch Soap Dish. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, my that. God. Oh, sorry. Kate Spencer. Is it about soap? It's about a soap opera, right? Yes. Just just watch it. Just Just enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. I'll watch it. I think you'll really like it. Um, that sounds like a lovely trip. It does. It really sounds I, lovely. I was imagining, like, were they at one of their homes or were they in a hotel? Mm, great question. Or an Airbnb. Where great were question. they? Great question. I need to know. To like, be able to, like, really picture it. Yeah, like, what state or country mm. are we talking? I just want to really visualize. I'm picturing they went, like, one of them came to the other for some reason. But maybe I'm totally off base there. I'm imagining, like, a cozy apartment with a white couch. Ooh. A lot of throws. Yep. 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 Very Nancy Myers. <sighs> What's not to like about a Nancy Myers home? I mean, <laughs> literally <Okay>. nothing. <laughs> Moving on. A recommendation kind of geared to you. Okay. All right. Let's, All right. let's just list, hear this out and see what you say. Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, I did one of those pause the pods that everybody mentions. Um, I'm listening to your most recent mini app and you're talking about Netflix shows and which ones you recommended. And I'm sitting here waiting for you to say sex education because I know Dory had said that she liked it on Netflix. I can't remember if Kate watched it, but season two is out on Netflix and it is just the most incredible show. I think the word that Dory used to describe it a while ago was revolutionary. Um, so anyway, I hope you mention it again. Um, and it is just the most incredible show and everybody needs to watch it. Okay, thanks. Um, and this is Meg calling from Boston, driving through the city right now on my way to work. Cheers from the East Coast. Bye. Meg, you are right. I love sex education, but I have not had a chance to watch season two yet. I haven't had a chance to like really sit down and watch much TV lately. Um, which <laughs> my sister is really annoyed about because I got her into love, uh, love, love is blind mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then promptly like didn't have time to watch the whole thing. How far did you get in love? Is blind? I got like three or four episodes in and she's been like, hello, like, can we talk about it? And I'm yeah, like, the I'm weddings behind. Are out. Yeah. So, um, sorry, Karen. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm dying to watch season two. It's on my list. I love that show. Do you think I would like it? I don't know because you and I, like, there's some things that we totally agree on. And then there's some things that we, like, wildly disagree I know. on. Oh, it's so interesting. Like two normal people. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> yeah. Who have distinct personalities. Um, I think you would like sex education because I feel like you generally like shows about teens. Love a teen. That yeah. sounds very weird. It does. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Um, but... 
I, I think I think you will enjoy it. I do enjoy shows about teens, but they also stress me out in the way mm. where I'm like, oh no, is this what the teens are doing? You know, that kind well, of... Well, it takes place in the UK. Oh, okay. So maybe so it's a little bit more... But it's weird though. It takes place in the UK at a very American-seeming high school. And is everyone British? Everyone is British, yes. Okay, okay. It's really good. I, I I just started Succession, and once I get through the two seasons of that, yeah, maybe that this will be what I try next. Okay, great. There are so many shows. There's so many shows. We really do live in the golden age of television. Okay, okay. let's move on. Okay, okay. Take it away, Dory. Okay, thank you. Hey, Cat and Door. I just recently finished the entire backlog of the pod and I've wanted to write in for a while now. Tonight, my husband and I went on a double date with another couple for the first time in a long time because toddlers. We started discussing my husband applying to school in Philadelphia and I said, oh yeah, Alex, isn't that where you went to college? She looked at me like I was crazy and then I realized Dory went to school in Philadelphia. (laughs) I listened to the pod so much that I meshed real life with my pod life. I felt ridiculous and no one understood. Y'all are like my girlfriends, and I love spending time with you every week. Love you both. Love the pod. I mean, love you. This cracked me up so much. (laughs) Well, because we've all done that, too. Like, I definitely have started talking about people that I think are my friends, and then I realize I'm talking about podcast hosts. Mm -hmm. And that is... But have you, like, confused details about your friends' lives with podcast hosts' lives? No, but it'll be like, oh, someone I know did this. And then (laughs) it's like, it's not someone I know. It's a person from a podcast yeah. who doesn't know I exist, yeah. which is fine. Or a reality TV star. Right. I do that less with reality TV stars. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's just the nature of the way we consume information and also how so much of like our cultural consumption is this kind of like nonfiction narrative stuff. Totally. And because we have this like friendship-based conversational podcast, sure. she's probably not confusing like Sarah Koenig's... <laughs> like personal life that's right with her friends that's i'm trying to think of who i have done it with what podcast host do you have someone that you have like a podcast like a one-sided podcast host friendship with Mm, maybe like anna sale Mm. but we have dm'd so oh so maybe it's not so one-sided um but i do really like her a lot so there we go. There it is. Yep. Well, this is one of my favorite emails that we've ever gotten. It was three lines. No, excuse me, two lines. Here was the email. Best face serum under $100 for sensitive dry slash oily skin. <laughs> I wrote back. Question for you. What do you want the serum to do? I loved that you put on your like investigative journalism hat. <laughs> Well, it was just, it was, it made me, it made me laugh because I was like, yeah, cut to the fucking point. You're right. Like, give me the, this person was just like, right, give we me don't, the straight We don't talk. need a preamble. No. We know you love the show. Don't need an email subject. Just give me that best face serum <laughs> under $100. For, this is a challenging one. Sensitive, dry, slash oily. oily. I know. It's like everything. And so they wrote back and they said, I'm looking for an all day moisture, smoothness, smoothness and glow. Want to look fresh and compliment my new smooth face from micro needling. There's a lot going on here. So let's reiterate first. We are not estheticians, dermatologists, facialists. We're not even um, beauty writers. 
No, but we have been doing this podcast for over two years. So that's we've fair. accumulated some knowledge. Some knowledge. I did feel I actually did feel good in my like first assessment, which mm-hmm. was I think this listener should look into niacinamide. Yes, a popular ingredient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is hydrating, but also I believe an anti kind of an anti-redness, anti-inflammatory. Yeah, um and and also a hyaluronic acid, which Ugh. is we love a hyaluronic acid. We do. That is very um, hydrating. So a couple that I I haven't tried all of these. There's Apollo's Choice um, that looked really good that I have not tried. Uh, I believe it's a booster. Um, Inky List has has a niacinamide. Mm-hmm. That was the price point was like eight bucks. Oh, which listener? Nice. I feel like that's. Like you might as well just try it. You got to try it, and then I and then I I looked around for some like hyaluronicy, hyaluronicy <laughs> again, mm. hyaluronic acid. You know what I found? I haven't tried this. Have you tried the Caudalie, um, the Venusaurus thirst quenching serum? Yes. You've tried it. I have tried it. What's your assessment? Eh? I liked it. Okay. Didn't okay. love it. Didn't love. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, another, so that was one I thought of. Another one that I've tried a sample of is the Drunk Elephant Hydra Intensive Hydration Serum. Um, so those were some of my ideas. How about you? Well, I thought perhaps in addition to this serum, you might want to look into something with lactic acid to put on like one or two times a week to kind of keep things smooth. And my suggestion for that was ye old Biosance squalane 10% lactic acid resurfacing night serum. Um, it's $62, so it's expensive, but I like that it has the squalane in it. You know, mm-hmm. love a squalane. And it helps with the, that, the barrier of your, like it's yeah. um, very, matches the natural oil of your skin. I yeah, believe. but again, I, I think something with this much lactic acid in it, you really only want to use one to two times a week. Especially a sensitive dry skin yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, to that point, maybe it's a thing that you get a sample of before you throw down the 62 bucks. Let's just revisit our, one of our favorite practices. Sephora samples. Sephora samples. Get in there and sample. Now, I don't, I know Sephora carries Biosense online, but not every store, I think, carries the whole line of products. But with Sephora, you can always return, you can return anything. So you could, you know, if it doesn't work for you, then just return it. I am also obsessed with the Paula's Choice Peptide Booster. Love a peptide. What don't you love? <laughs> Many things. I know. Do you think? But when I do love something, I love it. Yeah, you do. You know. What do you like about that? The peptide booster. I felt like it was like this light, but very uh, moisturizing serum. And I liked. You know, they they suggest that you like mix it with your regular serum or moisturizer. So I usually, I would just layer it on, on top of my CoQ10. And I did feel like it like supercharged it. I've, I've been mixing it in moisturizer too. I yeah. Know. I like it. Yeah. I think my, my biggest thought for this listener is try one thing mm-hmm. and then see, don't go and try all the things mm-hmm. at once, especially mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, you just want to see how your skin reacts yep. and then go from there. Yep. 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 All right, let's take a short break.
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic 
whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, Our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Dory? Yes. A few many episodes back, a listener wrote in and was like, peeing in the shower, is this a thing? Question mark, question mark. Not for me. And we received much feedback. So much feedback on this. And we took an Instagram poll. We did. What were, do, you, do you recall the results of that poll? I don't recall the exact results, but I do believe it was about like 60-40 in favor of peeing in the shower. In favor? hmm Wow. And now every time I'm tempted 
I think of our podcast audience. Just peeing away. Just everybody out there in their homes, maybe listening to the pod in the bathroom. Yeah. Peeing in the shower. Peeing in the shower. Hmm. So here's some feedback we received. Okay. Okay. We first, first is this email. Hello, Doran Cat. I like it that Switching way. things yeah. up. Longtime listener from Germany, first time emailer. A couple weeks back, you talked about peeing in the shower, and I thought I'd add my two cents. While I understand that people tend to find it gross to pee in the shower, I always considered it liberating. As women, we have to sit or slash squat over the grossest public toilet, something men never have to face because they can pee while standing. So when I take a shower and have to pee, I enjoy peeing while standing. Kate, you mentioned your daughters have asked you about this, and I thought you might appreciate the standpoint from a feminist point of view. It's not like I save my pee for when I take a shower, but when it happens, I'm never grossed out or anything. Unrelated to all this, I thought I'd share my favorite serum, which according to my memory has never been mentioned on your podcast dramatically different moisturizing lotion by Clinique. It's great for super dry skin that at the same time tends to have blackheads and hormonal zits. Wow. What a great email. I love that transition. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I pee and here's why. While I'm here. <laughs> just also mention my favorite serum. Is that a serum? Dramatically different moisturizing yes, lotion? It is. I'm, I'm remembering like my mom's Clinique from the 80s and I feel like you think it's that yellow moisturizer? Yes, it is. It's the yellow moisturizer. Oh, so maybe it's not a serum. Interesting. Listen, you know, who's to say what's a serum and who's not? Maybe it's a serum to this listener. Wow. Okay. I'm making bold, bold stances <laughs> bold today. <statements. laughs> um, I like this email too. I pee in the shower almost every day and I have for as long as I can remember. And it's not gross because I also wash my legs. This was another controversial, controversial shower topic yeah i've started washing my legs since starting this podcast like like when i remember Mm -hmm. i also i don't feel like pee is that gross pee is sterile right that's what i mean yes pee is sterile Mm -hmm. so if it gets on you yeah it's not a big deal are we supposed to pee on jellyfish bites i think that's an urban legend okay good thing i haven't done it yet yeah um yeah because we were at the beach once and someone was getting uh driven away because they'd been bitten by a stingray oh gosh and my friend was like oh they can just pee on it but then it turned out i don't think that's actually true you know you're right because i did just google pee jellyfish and (laughs) the first thing that comes up is an article called please don't pee on jellyfish stings (laughs) so i think you're right okay um but you know when whenever henry would like pee in the bath it's not like i would like empty out the bath me neither because it's like okay um, all right. Should I read this next one as well? Yes, yes. Okay. Hello, Cat and Door. Yes, I pee in the shower. I've been doing it for as long as I can remember and have recently decided to quit. I've started to pee before showering, but something about the warm water really gets me going, almost like a reflex. I didn't realize how bad my habit is until I got married. My husband likes to shower together. I know it sounds silly, but it really has been a hard thing to change. That's so interesting. Now, can I offer an alternative solution? Mm-hmm. Tell your husband tough shit and either pee with him in the shower or tell him to take a shower after you <laughs> and keep your peeing. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. She doesn't say we like to shower together. She says my husband likes to shower together. Maybe she doesn't even like showering with her husband. Yeah. I find showering with another person to be a thing that I thought would be sexy and romantic. And mm-hmm. then when I first did it 
one of you is in the hot water and unless you're in some sort of magical shower with like 50 different shower heads right. and then the other person's just standing there like in the cold yeah unless you're having sex in the shower yeah right then you're then you're boning in the shower yeah. so maybe your husband likes boning in the shower maybe but yeah i agree it it's it's one of those things like 69ing tori <laughs> You're like, this sounds cool in theory. And then you actually do it. And you're sort of like, is this cool? Does everyone else think this is cool? And I'm the only one who like doesn't really think this is that fun. Oh, my gosh. I'm such a prude. I like can't even talk about this. Sammy's agreeing with me. I mean, I agree. I'm just, I'm just like my face is it's red. It's like no one, neither person is like able to really like Get in there. Get in the water. Oh, I was like, oh, 16. Oh, yeah. No, I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, you're right. <laughs> also. <laughs> you just feel like your attention is scattered. It's confusing. It's confusing. To have to, have to be working and also yes, trying to relax. Exactly. Exactly. You get oh it. Oh, my God. You get it. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I still have. It's very hard for me to talk about sex. I like I feel like I'm 10. I get it. Oh, (laughs) 69ing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I mean, it's not like, but it's just sort of like, wait, really? You're right. It's the kind of thing that you're like, this is going to be hot. Exactly. (laughs) When you're like, oh. Like, what if one person comes first? You know what I mean? It's just like, there's a lot of maneuvering. So much maneuvering. I didn't know this was going to go here. (laughs) Well, we're here now. We're here. (laughs) Boy. One more. One more P email. Where will I take this one? (laughs) No, I think I, oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Where will I take this one? Oh my gosh! I do love when you when you push buttons. Yeah, you are good at that. Okay. Oh my gosh. Hey, Team F thirty five, longtime listener, first time emailer here. I never thought peeing in the shower would be the first thing I'd write in about, but hey, glad to see I can still surprise myself after thirty three years. I happily pee in the shower as a small act of environmental sustainability. There's already water going down the drain, so why would I waste more on a toilet flush? Here in drought, vulnerable California, we have to conserve every drop we can. I also grew up with the flush rationing of the previous drought. Now that was gnarly. Besides, as a new mom, I've had to become very comfortable with all kinds of bodily fluids. Just a few weeks in, and I've already encountered much worse than some pee potentially splashing my feet. I mean, this listener makes an excellent point. Yeah, environmentally, it makes a lot of sense. Environmentally, it makes total sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I flush ration, but I I flush if there's a poop. That's where I draw the line. Yes, me too. I grew up with a, in a family that flush rationed, like Same. in the 80s. Totally. So like, if it's yellow, let it mellow. Yeah. If it's brown, flush it down. Yeah. My kids love not flushing everything. Oh. As I've had to warn you when you yes, come over my house. You, you never know what you're going to find in the toilet. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I thought this was an interesting perspective. The most inter- interesting thing to me is that the, bu- the bulk of responses we got were like, yeah, totally. Pee in the shower. I mean, that kind of makes sense, though, right? Well, and circling back to the person um, who, pee- who showers with her husband. Probably not 69ing in the shower. Oh, my God, Dory. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in a tub, you could. That would be nuts. 
someone would drown. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> I guess it would depend on the size of the Dory. Tongue. God darn it. You know, <laughs> you and Sammy have found my weak my weakness. <laughs> talking about and we'll never <laughs> let it go <laughs> what were you saying sorry oh my god i was just saying like there is a reflex like when i i will often like pee before i get in the shower and then get in the shower and the second the warm water hits the pee arrives mm. again kind of like when you were a kid and you thought if you put a sleeping person's hand in warm water yes. they would pee themselves yes yes is that true did people really do that I it must have worked at least once for that rumor to get started yeah I don't know if anyone ever did that to me at a sleepover. I don't think anyone ever did it to me either. The only prank I once fell for is someone did saran wrap a toilet once. Oh, that's did, a good one. I did pee right on that saran wrap. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Not very environmentally friendly to saran wrap a toilet. No, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's and then gross. the pee gets everywhere. Ugh, yeah. Whoa, this segment, <sighs> this segment went places I didn't know it was going to go. Same. I think we're going to take a break. Okay, let's do and that. And then radically switch gears. All right. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Okay, Dory, we ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got a voicemail we're going to share with you. Hi, Cat Door. 
Uh, that's what I always think of Pauline, you guys, because my cat loves having a tiny cat door so she can get away from the dog when he's too annoying. Anyway, uh, hi, cat door. Um, I'm calling for advice. Uh, I, my friend group, my circle of friends who have been people who I love and who have been close to since I was a child, I'm now in my mid-30s. Uh, we lost a really dynamic and wonderful person who was one of our close friends. Over the holidays, suddenly he died, and everyone is reeling from it. We don't live near each other anymore. We all live spread across the country. Uh, and so I wondered, I'm specifically most concerned about one of my close friends who was especially close to this person, um, like family. They were family almost. Uh, so I I love her. I've been checking in with her. We send each other Marco Polo messages, like little video messages. But we live far away, and I know she's struggling. Um, so I wondered if you guys had some advice about how to take care of a friend who's in really deep grief. Um, I can commit. We can commiserate with each other, but she is feeling it in a way that that I am not. The loss is, the as she said, her world fell apart. Uh, so I just, I just wondered what kind of advice you guys have for taking care of a friend who is in deep grief. Um, all right. I love you both. You're wonderful. Thanks. Mm, bye. I'm really mm. sorry. We're both very sorry about your loss. Yeah. Losing a friend is so hard. That's really hard. So for you, we're sorry. Yes. And we're sorry to your whole community. Um, how do you help this friend? I think you check in, you know, you check in, you encourage them to take care of their mental health, find a support group, yeah. or get a good therapist or get any therapist and keep the conversation going as needed if they need it. That is the win. It's crazy. Wow. Oh, wow. It is. Yeah. The wind. Um, I don't, what else do I have you, have you been in this situation where you're supporting friends? <laughs> grief about a friend it's very no. it's very specific yeah it is very specific i haven't i mean i would just echo what you're suggesting and say check in i mean in these situations i i feel like always the you know you don't need to respond but i'm thinking of you um and calling them i think especially because they are a close friend and kind of not expecting anything in return i think is always really important in these situations like they're grieving Maybe they will respond to your overtures and maybe they won't. I think, too, depending on what your financial situation is, if there are things you know that this friend might like that that are just kind of could work as a gesture, like you could buy them a five class pass to their yoga studio if oh, you that's know really it. You know, nice. you could send a plant or a care package make a donation to something in your friend's name. I mean, there's there's a lot of gestures you can do that I think can show support and, and just kind of provide a comfort to somebody. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say, you know, you could also, if this friend has a spouse or a partner or somebody local you could connect with and just say, hey, I want to, if you have any thoughts on how I can best support, you know, so-and-so, let me know. Yeah. So then you open a line of communication with their partner too. I don't know if that feels like going behind their back to you. It might not be a fit for everybody, but that's something you could do. Yeah. You're a good friend. You're a really good friend. Yeah. And again, we're very sorry about your friend. Yeah. 
Dory, we have another advice email. Okay. Hi, Kate and Dory. I love the podcast and I'm writing to ask for your advice. Today, I was walking my dog and I ran into my next door neighbor. She asked if she was seeing what she thought she was seeing. I likely looked confused and she followed up to ask if I'm pregnant. I mumbled something about not being pregnant and it's likely just the dress I'm wearing. She then told me not to worry because I do not look fat. After spending 2019 trying to get pregnant and losing two pregnancies, the comment hit me relatively hard. I've gained weight through the pregnancies and fertility treatments. I thought I was at peace with my body and where I am in life, but I'm feeling pretty pretty terrible about myself and my body after this exchange with my neighbor. It's easy for me to tell myself not to feel bad and that it was just a couple of insensitive comments, but I'm struggling to internalize that and believe it. Do you have any tips for how to move forward when you're not feeling great about yourself physically? I mean, you got hit with a double whammy of someone saying something incredibly invasive and ignorant, and then also then following it up with something very fat phobic. Mm -hmm. And that's really shitty. And I'm sorry that happened to you. I think how to move forward when you're not feeling great about yourself physically is, I think, to... Take extra care to be loving toward your body. Mm. For me, that manifests as like massage, a nice lotion, going for walks, stretching and yoga, just just showing my body love and appreciation and treating it, treating it like with a little extra care. I love that. Um <sighs> I don't, this is really a hard one. Yeah. What do you, I I was going to say, this is a great thing to, I mean, I know we recommend therapy every two seconds, but this is a great thing to work out with a therapist Mm -hmm. to really be able to talk at length about it and the ways in which it made you feel. And if you can find a therapist who specializes in fertility, infertility, miscarriage, pregnancy, um, et cetera, they might have even more sort of empathy and compassion and and ideas about how to how to move on from this. Um, I really, Kate, I really like your suggestions. I would also say maybe just in general, try to do things that feel joyful to you. You know, whether it's like maybe it's rereading one of your favorite books or watching a million episodes of, you know, some TV show, just things that bring you comfort and joy that have nothing to do with your that actual have nothing to do with yeah, body, that, body image. Exactly. Yeah. Um, hopefully that will help. I would say, I don't know if this is at all helpful, but coming up with an answer. So when people say these kinds of things, like this mm. might be a good thing to talk about with the therapist. Like if this ever happened again, how would I, handle this like if someone made this comment to ask if, if you were pregnant what what is a thing you could say that you feel comfortable with and then if someone makes a comment about i mean saying like that's just makes me so i mean fat phobia makes me really pissed mm-hmm. off too so thinking about ways in which to respond like actually you know what i um i don't want to hear any comments about my body no matter how they're intended or what, whatever. I mean, I think there's, I don't know what the, what a good comeback is, but something you feel safe saying. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. Sorry. 
People stink. Yeah, and people stink. Like some people are great, but then some people really stink. Yeah. And the um the ways in which people think it's okay to comment on fertility and it's our bodies is boggles the mind. Yes. And I'm just sorry that someone sent you on this this spiral. Wasn't you you didn't ask to be put here. So and in short, fuck that person. Yeah. Okay. Here's an email. Hi, Cat and Door. I'm in need of some commiseration, and I was hoping maybe either of you or fellow listeners could help. I've been job searching since October. It's been rough, slow going, and incredibly draining. I was not emotionally or mentally prepared for how long or difficult this process would be. It's literally felt like I'm signing up to be rejected over and over again, and I hate it. But I also hate my current job. I took it almost two years ago because I was told it would be a, quote, good foot in the door at a great company and that I could easily transfer to the department I actually want to work in. Well, the company might be great, but transferring has proved to be nearly impossible. I've met with multiple people in the department I want to work in, but there simply aren't any open positions. I'm stuck. Anyway, after applying for 109 jobs externally, I finally was called in for two interviews. One, I was ultimately rejected because of lack of direct experience, but the other was going really well. I made it to the final interview except I got the dates mixed up and I missed it. I just completely goofed and didn't show up for the final interview because I thought it was on Tuesday and it was on Monday. They didn't let me reschedule because it's so down to the wire now. I feel like shit as a type A personality type who has an identity crisis every time they're a minute late to anything. And someone who's been job searching for months with nothing to show for it, I'm completely devastated. I don't know what happened, and I'm now starting to doubt myself. I don't feel good enough. I know conceptually that people make mistakes, and I just, and I didn't just completely wreck my entire life, but I'm still so close to it and that it feels like I did. I can't shut off the inner voice telling me that that was my one shot to get out, and I ruined it. Do either of you have similar, any similar fuck-up stories? My husband and therapist are great, but if I hear everyone makes mistakes one more time, dot, dot, dot. I don't need anyone else telling me we all make mistakes. I need cold, hard consideration right now. I think she meant commiseration. I think so. Cold, hard commiseration. Oh, I'm so sorry. First of all, yes. Once I deleted an entire section of VH1's web front page website by mistake... I mean, yes. Once I called a celebrity by the wrong name and it completely offended them. Yes. We all, I mean, I know you said you don't want to hear we all make mistakes, but we all just do stuff that has no, there's no reason. Yeah. We're all on top of things. And sometimes it just freaking happens. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it just happens. I, I, <sighs> I accidentally... When I went to let my boss know that I was leaving my job, this was years ago, I accidentally pasted my email to him into my work Slack group and sent them the email announcing that I was leaving before I had sent it to him. How's that? That's pretty bad. That's a good one. That's pretty bad. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I've done it. Have you do you have anything like this story? You know, I was trying to think of this and I feel like Maybe this is like a survival mechanism, but I feel like I just like block this stuff out. (laughs) 
you know, like yeah. the deep fuck ups. I'm like, I was just, I was trying I, and I know they've happened, but I was trying to think of like a specific example. Um, I mean, I've forgotten to like post a podcast. Um, that I remember. Um, I mean, I recently published an episode of our podcast by accident that didn't have like the show notes. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like a glitch in the system that I wasn't aware of, but that sent me in a spiral. Yeah. Yeah. So have I ever forgotten a job interview? I don't know. I've gotten dates wrong about stuff. Yes. I mean, yeah. yeah, You know, I think I, I let us welcome all listeners commiseration stories. And let us also say to you. Like, oh, I have a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, I mean, it's not a job interview, but I once went to the wrong airport. <laughs> what? I've also booked. Okay, now I'm like remembering things because they're <laughs> not like back. work related. Well, there have been like some real travel fuck ups. Like I've booked flights on the wrong for the wrong day and not realized it till like the day before. Oh, God. And then had to like rebook tickets you know, the day before. So it was like super expensive. Um, but yeah, once I went to JFK and I was supposed to go to LaGuardia. Oh God. And did you get, make the flight? I did actually make the flight because it was like four in the morning. Like it was super early. And so there was no traffic and I think it was a weekend. And so I just got in a cab and I was like, LaGuardia. (laughs) (laughs) But I kept, I was like trying to check in at a kiosk at JFK and it kept being like, you can't check. Like it wouldn't let me check in. I was like, what is happening? I went up to the ticket counter and they were like, your flight leaves from LaGuardia. (laughs) And I was like, no. And I ran out the door and yeah, it was bad. Yeah. I once um, in another lifetime, I worked at a financial company uh, on this like production team and we produced reports and i was supposed to run the numbers but i didn't understand how to use the software and i ran the numbers wrong and inserted them into a report and we printed out all these wrong reports with bad numbers oh no yeah and i was so horrified and ashamed and terrible and i quit that job it was awful but i mean look we've all done it we've all done something whether it's work related or not and the sting of it will subside eventually but right now it feels extra shitty because you are in you're in work hell trying to find a new job and being miserable at your old job and doing 109 interviews i mean that is that feels demoralizing yes super demoralizing so i can only imagine this just is like the icing on top of the the shit cake yeah the shit sunday yeah the cherry on top of the shit sunday <laughs> and it just sucks and there's mm-hmm. kind of no other way around it yeah it's like you know it's there's no you're right I, I mean sure everyone makes mistakes but also like you're going through it and it sucks and you just i feel like you can have time just to be pissed off about mm-hmm. it and we wish you the best in your job search yeah and just you know be be gentle on yourself and also listeners commiserate with us what have you done and if anyone tells you things happen for a reason you can like trip them yeah the whole like well this job wasn't supposed to be it's like no i just messed up the days yeah 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 that i hate that kind of advice um but yeah i'd love to hear uh i'd love to hear listener stories about this yeah what have you done what have you done we've all done it (laughs) all right well or you want to throw in another 69 joke before we wrap (sighs) things up well, you know, I know our producer Sammy loves that locker number. Yeah, you got to follow 
it your Sam on Instagram because Sam when Sammy goes to the gym, they purposefully get locker sixty nine. Mm-hmm. So so there you go. There you go. All right. Bye everyone. Mm-hmm.